to the Travel Squad podcast. We adventure the world together, one passport stamp at a time. We're here to share travel news, tips, and our own adventures with you. Every Travel Tuesday, we share stories on a variety of topics, including our hometown, San Diego, hiking, weekenders, national parks, international getaways, and inspiring you to go on your own adventures, even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Kim. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Squad Squad Podcast. Podcast. So grab your ticket and your passport. And don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. episode of the Travel Squad podcast. Today, we're going to talk to you guys all about lounge life. And when we say lounge life, we're talking about airport lounge, having that luxury right before your flight, the pros, cons, everything in between. Lounge life is king though. I won't lie. Love it. And we're going to dive deep in this episode for you guys. Gosh, I love lounge life. Like I can't remember traveling without lounge life. Like once you have lounge life and experience it, like you always look forward to going to those lounges, going and relaxing in a more peaceful setting and environment. Maybe kick back a few drinks while you're in there. Complimentary drinks too. Real fucking hard milk. Oh yeah. And I can't imagine traveling any other way. I highly recommend to you guys, if you haven't tried Lounge Life, for you to do it as well. They do sell day passes. So it's definitely worth it if you know it's a good airport and they have a good lounge to try out. A hundred percent. So I first went to Lounge Life as a guest of yours, Jamal. Mm -hmm. And when I saw it, I was like how the fuck have I been living and did not know this exists? This is how the other half live, huh? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I want to be over here. <laughs> but earlier this year, I got a travel credit card, which gave a free membership to Priority Pass. And so I was able to go on my own. And my God, do I love lounge life. I just feel like, move it, coming through, <laughs> got my lounge pass. Oh, like, yeah. it's fucking amazing. I I will never go back, just like you. Yeah, and there are a ton of different lounges. We all have access to the Priority Pass lounges, and so we're going to focus mostly on those. But there are different credit cards that do offer different lounge access, lounge life. Or if you fly business class or first class on an airline, they invite you to have a day at their lounge. So we're primarily going to be talking about the ones associated with Priority Pass because that's what we have known and traveled with right and there's lots of ways to get lounge access one of them again is by having priority pass like you said flying business class and depending on the airline you're with if they have a lounge then they have it so there's all sorts of ways even if you don't have priority pass or not flying business class utilizing that day use but do keep in mind not every airport even has a lounge and even if you have priority pass or flying business class depending on where you're flying out of they might not even have a lounge available for you either, right? So it's not like every time we're at the airport, oh, we're living it up like in a lounge. But when it's there and you can utilize them, they are freaking awesome. Yeah. So again, focusing really on the usage of Priority Pass. And there's two types of lounges, really. There's airline lounges. And then, you know, we'll know that there's an American lounge, a Delta one, British Airways, whoever. You name an airline, they're a big one, they have a lounge. And there's also lots of chain lounges, and I hate to use that term, but lots of times like the club is a very common one, right? Where they're not necessarily associated with an airline, but they are chains 
within airports that have designated lounges. And those are more often than not the ones that you're really going to find in priority pass. Although depending on at the airport, you do have some airline lounges, etc. Like recently when we were in Amsterdam, they have the British Airways lounge at the Amsterdam airport associated with the priority pass. It just happened to be closed at the time that we were there and weren't able to use it. So you do have those really reputable ones of the the airlines, not to say that the other ones aren't, but you get the gist of what I'm trying to say and what's available to you through these priority passes. And priority pass is a membership that was included with our Chase Sapphire Reserve credit card. It's an amazing travel credit card if you travel enough to make it worth it. So it's included, but you can purchase a priority pass membership on your own without having a credit card. Probably the best option would be about a $300 annual fee, and that gives you 10 free visits. So that would probably cover you, or if you want to go up and have unlimited free visits, it's at about $429 at the time of recording this. So it's a hefty fee, but if you're traveling frequently, it could be worth it because of everything you get in the lounge on top of all of the other little luxuries. Right, and I want to just reiterate too, I mean, obviously... You know, I'm just throwing random ones out there, but just so you could get the gist on all the ways that you could potentially utilize and get access to a lounge. If you have the high-end Delta credit card, it gives you access to like Sky Team lounges because Delta is part of like Sky Team Alliance. So they'll have the Delta lounges and then you could go to Delta Sky Team partner lounges in other airports. So it gives you that. American Express, lots of people know they have the Centurion lounge or American Express lounges. Although those lounges are very few and far in between at certain like airports. But a lot of those credit cards have their own lounges just as well and their own affiliated networks. So lots of ways that you can get in on the the lounge game. Yeah. And then, of course, you can always pay for your lounge entrance if of you course. don't have a membership. It ranges like, what's it, like 30 dollars depending on the lounge. Yeah. Which could be worth it if you're going to really use what they've added inside. Fuck them hard. You might use it. That might be a good option for you. But we're going to start this episode. I know we've kind of dived in a little, but we're going to start with some of the tips that we have for you. And we've talked a lot about priority pass. And one tip to know is that if you do have priority pass, you can add the digital card to your phone wallet. So you don't actually have to have the physical card on you. Oh, mine came in so clutch because I had gotten this credit card and the Priority Pass membership, I think around March Mm -hmm. 22. And I was taking a trip in April 22, and then another trip in May. So I was like, please, please come in. I need this card. I was so excited for lounge. And it got to the day we were leaving, and the card had not come in the mail yet. And so I logged on, and I didn't even know about the digital card, but I was just looking like, maybe, maybe, maybe. And I saw the digital card, and I was able to add it to my wallet and then use it that day. Very nice. And see, even with the digital wallet, it's through the app. And then on the app, you can put in what airport you're in, see if they have lounges and everything like that, too. So that's a really good solid tip about the digital card. And another thing to note regarding the priority pass is most lounges will give you access for yourself and to guests. Oh, hell yeah. A couple of times we've actually been able to sneak in extra people, like one extra person. And they say if you go over to, they'll usually charge mm-hmm. your credit card that's associated with that pass. I haven't seen it happen. Don't violate this too much and have them take that away. But just throwing that out there, like I've seen them not when we've gone to some places and they say, oh, you're only allowed two guests and they really don't let people in. 
So it's really hit or miss on that. And Priority Pass doesn't just include lounges. There are other perks as well. Like sometimes if they don't have a lounge, they offer restaurants. And so restaurants, though, you get a price per person that you get off the bill. And so you don't get two free guests. You get yourself and one guest. Mm -hmm. You can have more people on that bill and the amount that they give you, it's $28 per person. You can use that to cover what you can for m multiple people. And then everyone can split the bill afterwards on that. But it's not yourself and two guests if you're using it on the restaurant but front of things. And I've noticed that the restaurants are more strict than the lounges. Mm -hmm. Definitely so. But a couple locations where we've actually been able to use that and it was really awesome. San Francisco, there was two restaurant locations. We ate some food. We had a long flight in front of us. We're like, let's pick up some more food with it and used our priority pass there. So, I mean, we at $28 each, we had $56 to spend between two people. And I guess at airports, food is expensive, no doubt. Mm -hmm. But that $58 goes a long way to get some decent food for you in there. And I really loved it. And it's one of the great features. Unfortunately, when there is no lounge, at least you can eat on their own dime sometimes too with this card. When you think about the cost of Priority Pass, if you are thinking about buying it and it's not just included with a credit card and you're trying to do the math to weigh it, you have to think about how much food am I going to eat? How many times am I going to travel? And from my experience over the handful of months that I've had my own card, I think it would have more than paid for itself. Oh, absolutely. Easily, for sure. Another cool thing about the Priority Pass is they list all of the lounges in an airport, and there's no limit on how many lounges you can visit while you're at that airport. So you might go to the nearest one and be like, let me check out this vibe. Could be a little crowded in there, and you might be like, okay, I have time to go farther down the terminal or into another terminal and check out another lounge. And that might have better vibes or offer different amenities. And so there's not a limit of how many lounges you can use per visit. Even listed with the lounge access through Priority Pass and other credit cards was the Minute Suites. I'm sure we've all seen these ones in airports. Some of them have them where you can actually rent a room, the Minute Suites, for literally an hour, hour and a half. It has a couch that pulls out to a bed, a little TV. Now, we're, we haven't really gotten into the amenities and the goodies that are inside the lounge, and we will get there. But one thing about the Minute Suites, it's a nice place to go where you're alone, have a bed, can lay down, but they don't give you free drinks and food like they do in the lounges. But if you're on a long leg and want that little bit of privacy to really lay down and sleep, the Minute Suites are awesome and a real solid clutch thing that they have with the priority pass as part of the lounge access. Oh yeah, I think that would come in so clutch if you did a red-eye flight or you had to be up really early for a flight and we're on a layover. Mm -hmm. Those come in very clutch. And then what else is cool about the app is it lists all of the lounges, but it also says the terminal and then gives you directions to mm -hmm. find it. So you may be flying into a very large airport in terminal a but then they have the lounges in terminal c and so you're like shit how the hell do i get there well you can plot your whole journey and maximize your time before you even arrive and they'll tell you the hours of the lounge too like sometimes maybe you're getting at 6 a.m but the lounge doesn't open till yeah. 8 or it closes this and that so you can really figure it out through the app but i want to talk a little bit about some of the cons before we get into the goodies because we've mentioned kind of like a little bit of the highlights haven't really gotten to our lounge experience and what you can truly expect so let's hit the cons first, because I want to end on a high note with the real solid stuff of the lounge. Well, I think you kind of just brushed over it a little bit. You said 
it says the hours of the lounge. The lounges aren't 24-7. And so if you do have an early morning flight or a red-eye flight, you may not have access to a lounge because they're not open in the middle of the night or they might open a little bit later in the morning. Yeah, sometimes they close like 9 or 10 p.m. And that's pretty early. Mm -hmm. And some of them don't open till like 8 or 9. But if you're getting to an airport beforehand and you have a 7 a.m. flight, you won't have access to a lounge that early. And then even if they are open, sometimes they don't have full services. I remember being in a lounge once and wanting a either a mimosa or a margarita I asked for. And because of the hours, they only had beer and wine. Oh, okay. So darn it. I had to have free beer and wine. Do you remember the uh, airport and what lounge? That, that was, was that? Mexico City. Oh, they have a lot of lounges. But they have tons in Mexico City. Yeah. Tons in Mexico City, I know. Absolutely. When we were there, we had a whole list of lounges to and choose from. It was almost like hard, like fun yeah. to choose. Well, and they're kind of close together too. So mm-hmm. that makes it nice to be able to bounce around if you want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Another con is, you know, they do have the departure screens in most lounges, but sometimes don't take those a little bit too seriously versus what's displayed outside. Just really keep track on your phone or maybe if you're with somebody, step outside, see a screen. And we mentioned this because one time when Brittany and I were in Cancun, they had the departure screen up there, but it was definitely wrong and giving us wrong information. And if Brittany didn't have like a sixth sense intuition, we would have <laughs> missed our flight. So that's one of the cons of them. Like, even though they're affiliated with the airport and supposedly give you updates, you can't necessarily trust them. So do look at the outside and keep track on your phone or on the website with the free Wi-Fi that they give from the airline. Hey, is my flight delayed? Am I boarding this, that, and the other? Yeah, it told us that our flight was delayed. And so it said what time we were going to board and all of that. And so I was like, okay. And so we stayed in the lounge longer because our flight was supposed to be delayed. And then all of a sudden, I just had this overwhelming sense to like, why don't you just check on the airline website? And I did. And when I checked, it said that we were already departed. Oh, shit. And I was like, no. So Jamal and I like book it over to the gate. And as we're pulling up, they're calling like last call for us. My final boarding call, they were calling our names. Oh, my God. And we were the last people to board the plane. And yet in the lounge, it said the flight was still delayed. Oh, well, that's weird. But I was in a lounge once in Tijuana, and we had time to spare. I love the TJ Lounge, by the way. It's a great one, yeah. So we're there. We just had ordered another beer. We had probably another 10 minutes or so. And it changed quickly from boarding to last call. Oh, my God. So we forgot about the beers we ordered. We just jammed out of there. But when we got to the gate... It was not last call. We mm. still had another like 20 minutes of boarding, really? 30 minutes of boarding. So like we said, <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. Even though they're in the airport, their boards aren't necessarily as up to date as what you're going to find on the outside. So just keep an eye on your flight and take with what they say with a grain of salt. A couple last little bit of the cons here before we get into the good stuff about it. Sometimes these lounges could be really busy. I mean, travel credit cards are a big industry right now. And a lot of them are offering free lounge access, more particularly with Priority Pass, right? So they can be very, very busy. So even though they are a lot quieter and less secluded than having to sit outside with the general public, it could still be a little bit more crowded than you would hope. And a couple times because of this that Brittany and I have actually been in Amsterdam, one lounge has specifically said they're turning away Priority Pass members and only accepting business class people Mm -hmm. in this lounge. 
but we've only encountered that in Amsterdam and the same lounge. Amsterdam has like three lounges, but just that one is the one turning away priority pass members. I know. Fuck them, right? So, yeah, and you walk up there and they ask you, like, how you were invited. And we say with priority pass and they'll turn you away. But if someone has gotten invited by the airline because they booked business class, they let them in. Wow. One time I went to a lounge. I think it was in Portland or Seattle. And they had a wait because it was too full. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people trying to get in. And they said it was going to be maybe about 30 minutes. But I only ended up waiting, like, maybe 15 to 20. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. And some of them, again, will definitely have a wait at that point in time. Which is another con is if you're really excited to use a lounge, but your layover is a little too short because maybe you're in terminal A, but the lounge is in terminal D and it's going to take you a while to get over there and get back and you don't have enough time. I always hate when that happens because I'm like, yes, lounge. And then... And that happened recently to us in Amsterdam. Like I said, they had multiple lounges. Their British Airways one was closed at that time. The one that was closest to the gates where we land was turning priority past people away. They had another lounge that was available that was a little bit further, but it was like by the time we walk through that big airport and get there, how much time we're going to have before we have to turn back around and get that. And it was an annoying thing too. I was really disappointed that we didn't get to use that. So those are some of the cons. Again, multiple ways to get lounge access. If you aren't actually flying business class, which most people, you know, there's more coach seats than business class seats, right? So most people aren't a way for you to get lounge access, again, other than buying per time that you go, which I don't necessarily recommend, is to get credit cards. Several credit cards that are offering lounge access these days as part of their membership include the Capital One Venture X. Chase Sapphire Reserve, which Kim, you and I have, that gives it to us. The City Prestige, the Platinum Card by American Express, Business Platinum Card, although I have looked at Platinum Card for individuals versus Business Platinum. I'm going to be honest, Platinum Card is better than Business Platinum, just FYI if you are a business person. Hilton Honors, Marriott, Monvoy Brilliant Card, U.S. Bank, Altitude Reserve Card, uh, and a couple other Hilton Honors cards that they do have. So just look at their tiered categories. But those are some of the big name ones that will give you lounge access if you're interested. And if you think about it with our card, for example, the Chase Sapphire Reserve, I think the annual fee is 500 It's 550 When we first got it, it was 450 or 475 They raised it my first year when I had it, but they gave me a complimentary renewal at my original rate. But since then, it is the 550, which seems really, really steep. But beyond the lounge access, there's lots of features that help pay for it. Right. If you're really wanting Priority Pass and it's already 429 for the year membership and your Chase Sapphire Reserve annual mm-hmm. fee is 550 Chase also gives you 300 I believe. It's statement credits every year for, for travel. Tra- redeeming travel. So if you book a flight for $300, they will not they will give you that 300 back plus the free Priority Pass membership. So it is a pretty good deal. And I feel with lots of the perks that they have, it really pays for itself. It is a very steep cost. And a lot of people will think like, oh, I don't want to pay that much. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to actually utilize the benefits, traveling enough to for lounge access, but even other things, which we're not going to go into that card specifically because we're talking lounge here, but pays for itself. It really does. So we've you know, hinted about it, but what are the lounge amenities that you get when you enter? Let's talk a about lounge. the high life now. Let's talk about the high life. Well, one, you get Wi-Fi. Free oh, Wi-Fi. That's your that's your number one highlight. No, but like, 
you know, sometimes the airport Wi-Fi is really shit. Or shit, and it's maybe not secure. At least yeah. here you know you have secure Wi-Fi, too. So there's that. I mean, the, the highlight is definitely the free food and drink. Yes. And typically the drinks are better than the food, but sometimes the food can be good. Yeah. the I mean, if you think about, say you have one margarita. 10 bucks and that's cheap for airport. like you say like that's really cheap let's just say 10 bucks you would have to have 40 margaritas a year to pay for the priority pass mm -hmm. so let's say 20 round trip flights there's some math for you <laughs> <laughs> but anyway the free drinks are amazing and when you have free drinks you're drinking more than one margarita not only that i mean we're talking alcohol of course i mean you could have mixed drinks margaritas, wine, beer, champagne. wine, soda, champagne. If you want coffee, it's specialty coffee. All you can drink. All you want sodas, tea. Sometimes juice. water bottles. Exactly. Um, or like spa water where it's like cucumber flavored or lemon flavored and they actually have them in pitchers and stuff like that. So free drinks galore. One thing I just want to say too is I would wager to say better bathrooms. And by that, I mean realistically to some degree they're private. It's not like even though they're public bathrooms that everybody in the turmoil is actually using. And so it's a little bit more relaxation. And it amazes me how many times I go to big airports and in the terminal area, I'm surprised with how small the restrooms are in terms of like number of stalls or urinals or things like that that they have. And so here, you know, it's a little bit better bathroom environment in these lounges. And when we say better bathrooms, so your typical airport bathroom has several stalls, the open space on the edges of them, so you accidentally make eye contact with strangers <laughs> while you're sitting Real there. awkward. I don't want to look somebody in the eye one while I'm doing that, let alone about to get on a plane and they may be sitting next to me, right? <laughs> I, I know what you just did. <laughs> and then you, you know, wash your hands, whatever, get out. But a lounge bathroom typically has those large doors Top to bottom, no can't space on top, bottom sides. They have maybe free lotion, mouthwash, really nice paper towels for your hand. You know what we didn't say? Showers in those bathrooms. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes but they sometimes have them, showers. We've utilized it mm -hmm. before. Yeah, some of them do have showers, but at some of the locations, you have to pay to use the shower. That's true, but at the Rome location, we did not have to pay to use it that one time. Yeah, Bye. it's Bye. luxury because right. just imagine you've already been traveling, maybe your flight was 10 hours, you get to the airport, you just want to refresh because you might have another leg later. Or maybe you had an easy day and you were go, 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 went straight to the airport and couldn't shower before your flight. You know who didn't shower before the flight? The chick that came back from Africa. Oh, God. <laughs> Saving Grace was the blanket. I mean, 16 hours of full BO sitting next to her. Like, it was terrible. It was so she could have used the lounge bathroom for a shower. should have gave her a pass. I know. I didn't have it at that point in time. But, you know, bathroom situation is clutch. Free drinks, the Wi-Fi, just to recap a little bit, food. Now, I will say since COVID, the food game in the lounges Seriously. has been a little, uh, they're stepping it back up right now. That is for sure. And again, it really depends on the lounge and where you're at. A lot of them sometimes will have small bites and plates where you can serve yourself or during COVID, they were like pre-packed and maybe it was like uh, vegetables and hummus or cheese plates and some fruit, this, that, and the other. And again, depending on the lounge, maybe it's a QR code where we've utilized it before, ordered food, and they have it coming fresh out the kitchen. In Dubai that one time, like we had a full-blown menu in the lounge oh, that we got yeah. to pick from, let alone what was available for everyone to just go up and help themselves, but then they had a specialty menu to order from. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate, 
everything we're fucking talking about in here, free. If you're in the lounge, your food is free. Your drinks are free. You know, obviously be sure to tip, of course, but free. So I mentioned earlier, you have to take 20 round trip flights with one marg in each leg. Now, if you add food into that, you're probably spending about 20 bucks of food mm -hmm. plus your $10 mark. So now that's 30 bucks. So now if you do that on five round trip flights on each leg, what does that equal? That equals 300 bucks. So you're almost paying for your card now just five flights. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it and bring your own. In the lounge, like drinks, you eat probably more than $20 worth of food. Because oh, you're like, yeah. hell yeah, I'll try it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a little appetizer, many sandwiches, soups, veggie plates, Their cheese plates. are always good. Handful of M&M's. Like, they oh, usually yeah. have a creamy basil tomato soup. That's a great gumbo one. Oh, really? That sounds really good. Mm -hmm. not, minus the actual, like, real food that they do have. I'm glad you kind of mentioned the M&Ms because it made me think, you know, I love like if I'm in the lounge and all I want is a beer and nothing harder or anything like that, like a, a bourbon or anything like that. They'll have pretzels and like peanuts and just it's not like, oh, I'm getting it in a little bag like they're giving me on the plane. Like they're good pretzels, good salted peanuts, maybe like even a cashew of some sorts or Ooh. something. Right. So <laughs> it goes great with my beer. You're sitting there snacking and all makes it all better by knowing that the seats that I'm sitting in are way more comfortable seats than what's out in the terminal also. Oh, yeah. I mean, lots of different variety. You could have a true seat. You could have a desk. Ouch. They even have recliners, depending on oh, yeah. uh, the lounge and location within I the lounge. I even had them bring out a lap tray oh. while I was on a recliner. So, oh, <laughs> so you didn't have to sit up, and it's just coming out here, yeah. and like, let me just even have to, That's great. Yeah. They also typically have outlets at every seating station, and so you don't have to search for an outlet or worry about in the middle of the airport, is there going to be outlets to charge your phone? Like, they usually have a legit setup so you can plug in your phone or use a USB so that you have that as well. And I'll say that even if the lounge is crowded, because of the way the seats are spread out and they're bigger, you're not going to feel as cramped up as you are if every seat was filled. Oh, yeah. Sitting in the terminal waiting yeah. to board at the gate. Yeah, no, that's a terrible experience. Mm -hmm. So very good point on that. Even though it is crowded, you do feel the the space that is granted to you versus being outside. The best lounges are definitely the ones where you can order off the menu. Mm -hmm. well, those are definitely the oh, good ones. So good. So, I mean, that's what lounge life has in store for you. Free food, free drinks. And again, let's not kid ourselves. Some of the food in certain lounges is better than the others, right? You know, so I want to throw out that disclaimer because sometimes you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. But sometimes you can be like a little underwhelmed with food. Let's not yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you want drinks, like you're always going to get that. The other thing about lounge life, just, you know, it has all of these amenities. It has all of these perks. But the feeling of going into the lounge makes your trip that much more special. Where you're just like, let's go to the lounge. Sometimes I even go early to the airport just to experience the lounge. Like before I would get there like 40 minutes before the flight takes off. And now I'm like three hours, no problem. <laughs> and you get in there and you just, it makes you feel like you're taking a luxurious trip. Even if you're going to be in coach in the back of the plane in the right. next hour. <laughs> you know, what's really disappointing is ever since in Terminal 2 in San Diego, they put in a lounge that is eligible through Priority Pass. Brittany and I have not flown out of Terminal 2. Yeah. Now, we <laughs> talked earlier about, oh, terminal hopping. The problem with the San Diego airport as it stands now, and they're actually redoing Terminal 1, which I cannot wait for it to be done. But the terminals, they touch, but there's no way to walk inside mm -hmm. 
Tickets. from one to the next, right? And then that lounge in Terminal 2 is past security. So I'd have to go into security, get out of security, go into Terminal 1 and go again. So I haven't been able to use it because most of the time we fly Southwest and Southwest is out of Terminal 1. And it is so fucking frustrating that I have a home lounge and just the way our airport is set up that I can't utilize it quite yet. Otherwise, I would be doing the same thing going three hours early. Yeah, give me my drinks. Let me get some food and relax. So I'm, I'm stuck at this point, you know, with lounges outside of our home lounge. But when Terminal 1 is redone, I'm hoping there's good lounges on Priority Pass with that. It makes layovers go so much quicker. Like, usually when you're like, I have a five-hour layer. Oh, what am I going to do? But now it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the lounge. That's what I'm going to do. Now I'm like, I only have a 45-minute layover. What the hell? I can't go to the <laughs> I know. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I'm kind of bummed because Austin doesn't have a lounge in its airport. More airports need lounges. I'm like, I'm going to drive over to Houston three hours of what name that I was there. <laughs> Go to the lounge there. But we're recording this way earlier than it's actually going to air. And I have a trip coming up very soon. We're flying to Mexico City and we have a layover in Houston. And both of those places have lounges. I'm so excited. Well, are you flying into Houston Hobby or George W. Bush? I don't remember, but I have checked and it is the one with the lounges. Okay, then I think you're flying into George W. But no, Bush, Hobby Bush. doesn't have it. Bush does. Yeah, because we're going international. So there you go. Hell yeah. Nice. Good for you. That's I'm awesome. Do as much as I can. Hey, squatties. Let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you, so all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. Well, we talked about the amenities and the luxuries that are bestowed upon us in the lounge. Let's talk about a few of our favorites that we've actually got to experience during lounge life. Well, we've all been to the VIP lounge in the TJ report. TJ is Tijuana, just in case you don't know. We've been there many times. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's almost get... like a home airport to us now because, well, yeah. not for you anymore that you're yeah. in Austin, but for us, when we fly within Mexico, I'm not flying from San Diego into Mexico. I'm going into Tijuana, and that airport is closer to us than the San Diego airport. <laughs> so. I remember the first time we all went together, and they have the sign VIP, and it's like on a greenery wall, and we took pictures by it. Yeah. We're just like living it up with lounge life. <laughs> Yeah, they have really good free drinks, margaritas, small bites. They have sandwiches, and their chips are actually really good, too. I would say tip immediately because they can be kind of slow. And maybe it's just cultural or, or maybe short-staffed. That's probably a piece of it. But tip when you first get there, and you can order double drinks. So we always order two each because it can kind of take long. But I've gone for breakfast, midday, quesadillas, molletes. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. They, no, they got good stuff in the VIP lounge at the Tijuana airport. And I like your strategy of what you're saying. Tip the person first and obviously give them maybe a little something extra afterwards, depending on how much you utilize them and what you order. But you will be more inclined to be like, oh, yeah, I'm giving them a tip now and they're going to want to take care of you because they think they're going to get more and you probably will give them more. Mm -hmm. Right. If they give you good service, you're going to want to reciprocate and give them something back in return. But very solid tip. I think that goes to all the lounges, really. It's yeah. like tip them first and see what happens after. Yeah, because if, if you are on that short, like, one-hour layover and you do want to get everything out of it that you can, order double, tip them first. <laughs> so Mexico City, I've, do I've done a few different lounges there. I can't remember all the names of them, but Lounge 19 particularly sticks out because this was one where they had a menu you could order off of and it was amazing Mexican food. And we had the recliner chairs with the lap tray and the oh. giant thing of beer. It was awesome. And that was like at six in the morning. Holy shit. I feel like I remember, and I'm not looking at the priority pass now, but I felt like a lot of the Mexico City lounges are open 24-7. If not 24-7, they're pretty much open like 20 hours a day and only close for like that small little window. And I think the Tijuana lounge is open 24 seven because ironically enough, a lot of the flights out of Tijuana leave like at 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m., stuff like that. So it's yeah. open 24 seven. There's another lounge in Mexico that I went to. This was probably the most unique experience I've had because the airport in Veracruz is very small. Like they only open the security line when they know a flight is about to happen. Oh, wow. That's yeah, we had to wait in the outside security area until it got an hour before. Oh, that sucks. So we got dropped off a little bit early, had to wait a bit. But once it opened, we went in. They had a lounge there, which blew me away. Tiny little room, but the AC was blasting. And they had so many snacks and beer and great seats. That was a good one. We mentioned that in Rome, they had showers. And I remember that lounge had pasta as well. I mean, they're actually pretty good. So that was a really nice lounge, I remember. It was large and it was spacious. And I really did enjoy that lounge in Rome. And one of the few places that we've encountered that actually offered the free showers. And like we had mentioned earlier, some places that have showers, they'll charge you maybe like 10 bucks to do it. If it's not included, the Rome showers were included at that lounge that we had utilized. But all around, great lounge. I mean, Italy's known for its pasta. And here's the lounge coming in clutch with the good <laughs> pasta. Shout out to the Rome lounge on that one. I have a special place in my heart for the Cabo VIP lounge because I probably spent like six hours there. Oh my gosh, it's such a long time. <laughs> we This was the bachelorette party that we were on. There was a lot of us that were flying on the same flight back to San Diego. And so we had a lot of time to kill mm -hmm. and the airport was crowded. There was nowhere to sit. So I already knew I was going to the lounge, right. but everyone else actually paid to get in. And we had our own little section. And this lounge, we could see it get really crowded people leave the next wave comes in and we saw it all we ate well if you're there for six hours you got all that time <laughs> we had chargers we had beers we had chips they had a few menu items like uh mexican lasagna it was it was a great experience good one lounge that we've all been to and all really enjoyed was the dubai lounge oh yeah and there's multiple lounges in the dubai as i was saying earlier obviously you're gonna have your airline lounges major airlines clearly fly in and out of dubai but a lot of chain lounges that were actually in there also. So like there's multiple terminals and in each terminal, there's like of the two main chains that they have, each one of them has their own in there. I'm trying to remember which one we went in, 
But when you're in the app and look at them, like it's Dubai, everything's opulent. You know you're going to come across a good one. It was an amazing experience. Showers in there were free also. So another place where the showers were free. And this was where we got to order off the menu as well. Uh, obviously, they had the serve yourself of what they had just for everybody in the lounge. They had a lot of good stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. But then the menu stepped it up. Obviously, oh, yeah. it's like a menu to order, right? Great pastas, great wines. And it's not like, oh, you know, a lot of places when they give you free, they don't give you high-end stuff. Well, you're in Dubai here. They were giving you good quality liquor and stuff like we that, top-shelf ordered- stuff. And we ordered drinks at the bar. But when we ordered the pasta... <laughs> They brought out a little glass of wine with it. It was the tiniest little wine glass I've ever seen, and it was so cute. It was like, oh, you got pasta, here's your wine with it, too, already included. We also all went to the London Lounge, and remember, Jamal had a freakout in this lounge. Well, yeah, I didn't we probably spent like six hours in this lounge. We, we had, had breakfast and lunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this we stayed for two meals. Yeah. We went Dubai, London, and then we had a long layover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. If you want to talk, it was a freak out, Brittany. It was. This was when we were leaving Dubai. Mm-hmm. This was from our Lebanon Dubai trip. January and, and, 2020. And this was the start of COVID. They had already locked stuff down in China. Where we were at in Dubai, it was Chinese New Year's. Obviously, it's Chinese New Year's everywhere, but a lot of Chinese tourists were there. And they, obviously, at that point, it was really just in China. They just locked down Hong Kong. Yep. And I am telling you, and you guys know it too. Don't say he didn't. Yeah. This person in this lounge straight up had COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had COVID. He was coughing up a storm. You could tell he was feverish and clammy. He was extremely sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He shouldn't have been in that pub. And he was sitting right by. I'm surprised we didn't catch it then. He for sure had COVID. Maybe we did. We've been exposed to COVID so many times and who knows if we got it or not, but we're one of those. Yeah. That's right. But anyway, but you dialed it at a pack out. Yeah, because we didn't know what was going on then. And then all you hear is body count, body count, body count coming out of China. And obviously that was early on when no one really kind of knew. And then I'm telling you, this guy was sitting one table away from us just hacking up a lot. Yeah, he never stopped coughing. No. But there are other things to do. Yeah, but it was a great lounge. I just want to think. But there are other things to do that are included in the priority pass that aren't lounges. And we've kind of talked about it a little bit that there sometimes are food options through priority pass. Jamal mentioned this a little bit earlier, but in the San Francisco airport, there are two food locations. Well, two food locations that we've used. There's more, but in the terminals that we were in and close. And they're actually pretty close to each other. So we always hit up both. Like we always go to one, order, he gets some food there. And then the second one that we go to, it's like a more of a seafood place. They have like these lobster rolls and the lobster rolls are pretty pricey. But when it's, you get 28 bucks a person. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And a tip for you guys is to make sure you're using your full $28. If you're not using it, it just goes to wait so get some food to go food to go get a bottled water get a bag of chips something like that right i mean obviously don't spend it to go over if you don't want to go over but you're right if i have 28 bucks and Brittany has 28 bucks because i use her as a guest and we choose something that's 14 well now we've lost another 28 bucks well i could get bottled water i could get chips i could get a candy bar i could you know Mm -hmm. If that place is selling magazines, buy a magazine because we saw one place in the Portland airport where they were doing stuff like that and you could have utilized it there. Yeah, the Portland airport actually had a really cool setup. It wasn't a restaurant. It was like this market and bar area. 
So we were able to go to the bar. They had some seating areas. You're able to order drinks. But then they also have like a little pantry around it where you can pick up like salads or sandwiches or chips. We got two sandwiches, four bags of chip, a chocolate croissant, pokey sticks, and we both got a drink. And we were still under by $3. Wow. Oh, yeah. And they, we were having to run total and we're like, well, how much do we have left? And they're like, well, yeah, I want my snacks for the plane. I want to utilize it. Like it may sound cheap, but, you know, I definitely did want it in Seattle. I mean, I know you mentioned you used a lounge there. The last time we were in Seattle, the lounge was closed at that time, but they had one of the restaurants that was included and it was right by our gate that we were taking off from. It was an amazing Asian like Vietnamese place. We had a nice cold noodle dish i love vietnamese cold noodle dishes but we also got some fucking spring rolls that may be some of the best airport food that we've actually ever had like one egg rolls not spring rolls. Just, oh, excuse me egg rolls and when we actually ate them on the plane we both kind of looked at each other and we're like what the fuck? <laughs> so good good oh yeah I think the restaurants are great because if you're traveling alone like the lounges lose a little bit of their flash Obviously, the drinks and food and all that are still there, but you want to be there with someone else. So the restaurants are great. You still get the benefits of the free stuff, but you don't have to, like, be sad because you're not cheersing with someone in the lounge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who wants to talk about our Denver restaurant experience <laughs> and mention what exactly that we did? Because ironically, and there, here's one of the things where Priority Pass kind of lets you down in terms of, like, Denver's a big airport. There's no lounge, but yeah. they have a restaurant in there, the Mountain Tap House, where you can get beers as well as food included with that $28. This is a place where they restrict on the one guest, and yeah. there were three of us. Mm -hmm. So we ended up just trying to stay under the two-person amount. I think You didn't have years at that point. Right. And so I think we were a little bit over, but really great Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, so we did get Philly cheesesteaks, but we were hungry. And it was a long line, so it took a long time. Because it's the only lounge at the uh, Denver airport, and everyone using the Priority Pass wanted to come in. And it was a good place to eat on top of that, too, in generalities. And we're, we come in really hungry, and we saw that people were leaving food behind. Like, we're they weren't touching, like, parts of their plate. And we're already sitting down at our table. So maybe one of us stole a chicken chicken tender off of someone else's plate when they walked Like a away. full untouched chicken tender. We're like, dude, how can they let this go to waste? Someone's I mean, we arm remember might have reached over yeah. and pulled it onto our table. No judgment. No judgment. But that actually uh, occurred at that location. It was so. just sitting there looking so good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. I think there might have been two, but we only had the balls to reach over and grab one. even whispered like, they're going to leave that. <laughs> we're fucking hungry. As they're getting up, we're like, they're really going to leave that? <laughs> they did. Their loss is our gain. <laughs> Could you imagine if someone else was watching us? <laughs> I mean, they had to catch that on camera. It's an airport. I, you know that's on camera. Someone probably did see it. I want to see There were a it. lot of people. I want to see if one day we'll end up on the internet, like on YouTube, like we're with these dumb fucks stealing somebody else's food as they leave at the airport. But uh, yeah, I mean, so again, we highlighted a few of the, the lounges that are of remembrance to us, so to speak. But again, the lounge life is the great life. If there isn't a lounge, or even if there is, some airports, again, do have the food locations. Every location that we've encountered, at least through Priority Pass, when they have the restaurants, it's the $28 per person, you plus your guest. Now, keep in mind, if you're traveling alone and don't have somebody to register, they're not going to give you the 56 bucks. They're not going to give you the extra 28 So do keep that in mind. 
but other amenities we mentioned the minute suites which is the hour in the private room but a lot of other locations that we've seen you know a lot of places in airports where they have the massages that they give and things like that sometimes if there isn't a lounge or even if there is those massages are on there maybe you'll get like a 15 or 30 minute like back and neck massage we didn't get to utilize that the last time we were in la flying out of LA, but they had that also. There's also lounges where people can go play like video games on big screens at airports. Again, had that in LA, but ironically, like we didn't have time and where we were at in the international airport, those lounges and facilities were so far from where we were taking off that we we're just like, it doesn't make sense to go do it. But those are there and some of the other amenities that get thrown on with it. All right. Questions of the week. And we do have a couple of important questions here today. Question number one, is it rude to sleep in an airport lounge? No. I don't think so at all. No, definitely not. Like you have enough private, it's not private, but there's enough space for you where you're not going to be bothering anyone else. And sometimes they even have like those reclining chairs that are just lending themselves to be slept in. I don't think it's rude to sleep anywhere in an airport or while traveling. Someone even, oh no, that was me. <laughs> I, I fell asleep <laughs> on someone's shoulder. Well, you about to say someone slept on you, but it was you on them. It was me. <laughs> And I don't think that was rude. <laughs> no, the lady was very nice. So, no, sleeping is encouraged. Yeah, I just took a three-hour flight, less than three-hour flight, to visit Kim here in Austin. And I had worked the night shift before, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., had a flight, so really didn't get much sleep. So on the airplane, I just slept. Like, when you're traveling, it lends to be exhausting just traveling itself. I was extra exhausted because I had worked the night before. But you could sleep anywhere. And if there was a lounge, you could find me in that lounge sleeping. <laughs> yeah, all is fair in the lounge to sleep. I think it's different if you just lay on the floor in the middle of somebody or by somebody. But if you're sitting on the chair, just want to sit back, close your eyes. Definitely not at all. Question number two, coming in hot. What has been your best airport lounge experience? Oh, that's a really good question. Kim, why don't you hit this one first? Well, it's between Dubai and... And this Mexico City airport we had with the menu and the reclining chairs and the lap table. Lounge 19. Lounge 19. I think it's because the food quality is there. And, you know, there's seeds and all the other stuff that's there. But the menu with the food, it really makes it that much better. I will say the international lounges have better food than the domestic lounges. Yeah. Definitely agreed on that one. I'm trying to remember if we've been to Lounge 19 when we were in Mexico City. And again, there's several lounges. I know we've like hopped. And like you said, they're close. So, and that we were flying out late that night. So tough to distinguish. And your memory is a little bit more recent than mine of your experience in Mexico City. But as it stands now, I'm going to go with Dubai. The <laughs> Dubai lounge experience was maybe one of the best experiences that we had. I'd probably say Rome. We had a little pasta, had a little coffee, had a shower. Good coffee, It was too. really refreshing. It was amazing. You really can't go wrong with a lounge in general. You really can't. Well, squaddies, thank you so much for tuning into our episode this week. Hope you get out there and get to enjoy some lounge life. If you do, tag us in your adventures out there on Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast. 
and send us in questions for next week's episode. If you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just playing funny, please be sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye, bye. Bye. bye.